Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Wednesday morning Christmas week edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs> Do you smell that? No. It's Christmas. Aw, what does Christmas smell like? Um, sweaty red velvet suits. No, it smells like cinnamon and pine cones. Wet reindeer, that's all I smell. <laughs> Yuck. I hope none of the reindeer have beefaroni. Gross. How are you? I'm all right. Are you focused on the show tonight? Um, I will be. You will be. Excellent. Yeah. Always good to hear. Yeah, I've, I'm going to get it together here. All right. All right, let's start, I don't know, with Belle. Uh, Belle is, has a holiday story time for you on the Disney's Magical Moments page. That's right. Disney Parks Blog has released a new Magic Moment, and it is a holiday story time with Belle, where she tells a story about Chip that she wrote for uh, The Beast. Nice. So just a nice short little, I think it's a two and a half minute clip, so it's a very short story. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, from the Disney Parks blog, Walt Disney World has announced that Blizzard Beach is going to open on March 7th. That's right, March 7th of 2021. Uh, one of Disney's two water parks, Blizzard Beach, will be opening up. Uh, they will be opening up to celebrate the start of their 25th year. Uh, they first opened on April 1st, 1995. And uh, did you know that it uh, is the home to the first chairlift in Florida. Oh, really? That's right, because the uh, water park is themed as though it were a winter... Ski resort. Ski resort. Uh, so, of course, they ha- you can't have a ski resort without a chairlift. Right. Yeah, it's fun, too. It brings you up to the top of one of the slides. It is. Sometimes you have to wait in line longer for the ski lift than you do for any of the slides. But I just like to take the ski lift. I don't necessarily like to take the water slide. Agreed. Uh, all right. So now Blizzard Beach was the second um, water park at Disney World to open, right? Typhoon yes. Lagoon was first. Correct. All right. I like Typhoon Lagoon better, so I wish that's what they were opening on March 7th, but, you know. Uh, Typhoon is. Lagoon is better, in my opinion, because it has the uh, Crush and Gusher, which is a water coaster, mm-hmm. which they don't have in uh, Blizzard Beach. I don't know. I think I just like something about the theming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more tropical. Right. All right. Um, we have, uh, from the Disney Parks blog, a first look at the new Epcot entrance fountain. That's right. Uh, it is the next major milestone in the park's transformation. Uh, and they have, uh, released some pictures of the fountain. Um, it is a small fountain that has three 16-foot lucite panels or pylons, uh, with it. The pylons are going to be lit. There's some, um... Lighting elements and features in there that will light it in conjunction with the lighting on Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty at night, the pictures here. It does. So this this harkens back to the original fountain that was there, but it's updated. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice feature. Okay, if you say so. On December 23rd, you can look forward to, what's that? Oh, that's today. Correct. So today, I hope you're listening early because the Dapper Dans are performing in the morning. That's right. At 11.30 a.m., the Dapper Dans will be singing some Christmas melodies on the Disney Parks blog. Uh, No word on how long the show will be, but if you miss it at 11.30, it will definitely be posted, um, you know, and you can watch it as a replay at your leisure. All right, cool. Uh, (laughs) Disneyland, this is big news. Uh, They're not open right now, but they're making some changes, and one of the changes that they are making is Snow White's Scary Adventures uh, has a new name, maybe a new theme? That's right. They announced it a few months ago, um, and while the park is closed, 
they finished the work on Monday, which was happened to be the 83rd anniversary of the premiere of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs at the Carthay Circle Theater in Los Angeles. Um, the ride has been reimagined and renamed as Snow White's Enchanted Wish. It used to be known as Snow White's Scary Adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can't scare anyone anymore. No, it's, haven't it's, Yeah, it's, it's not good. Um, so they've uh, modernized it, updated it, added some additional animatronics, new music, laser projections, Ooh, uh, new animation system. Um, I believe they have included scents. You can now smell Doc's apple pies that are baking. Nice. They're using shadow projections, which is kind of the same projections they use in the Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Yep. That shows the uh, dwarves heading off to work. And then they've updated the mine scene, which sparkles and shimmers with lighting effects and glimmering jewels. Nice. So uh, there's also a a look at the new attraction, at the updated attraction, which is posted on our page. Very nice. So that that's, ex- I mean, you know, it's progress, I guess. Um, a little sad that they're changing it. And very glad that we went, not this past April, but the April before. Last year. Yep. Yeah. This past April, they weren't even open. So. No. Uh, let's see. Um, in merchandise news, we don't do a lot of merchandise news, but uh, it was from, I think, the Disney Parks blog had this listed. Disney's going to release uh, Fetch Raining Cats and Dogs collection. That's right. Uh, Fetch Disney Parks Raining Cats and Dogs collection is the full name. I believe it's presented by Ed. <laughs> um, but these, this collection will be coming soon to Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland Resort, and ShopDisney.com. This is a collection for pet owners and pets alike. It features a lot of the uh, animals, four-legged friends from some of the Disney adventures, such as uh, Pongo and Perdita from 101 Dalmatians, uh, Doug from Up, Max from Little Mermaid, uh, Lady and the Tramp, Pluto, uh, Thomas O'Malley and Marie from the Aristocats, Dinah and Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland, Lucifer from Cinderella, 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 uh, Mochi from Big Hero Six, and uh, Isma in cat form from The Emperor's New Groove. Okay. So you know, for pets, it's a bunch of little dresses and sweaters and <laughs> scarves. Uh, yes, it is. They've also got some bowls and collars, and then for uh, the human folk, um, they've got leggings, dresses, shirts, mini backpacks, headbands, cups, binders. Uh, you know, whatever your heart desires. Yeah. I And, you know, the, the pet industry is a billion-dollar industry these Absolutely. days. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you got to latch on to that. Yep. The Department of Defense Warrior Games is coming to Walt Disney World. First, tell me what that is because it doesn't sound very Disney-ish. All right. So the Department of Defense Warrior Games are um, games for veterans from the United States Armed Forces and Ally Nations where they play – Adaptive sporting events, including wheelchair basketball, cycling, indoor rowing, wheelchair, rugby, and more. Um, This is a uh, competition, um, and the Department of Defense uh, announced it through the United States Army Training and Doctrine Command. Um, The uh, event will take place in September at the Wide World of Sports. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A new Super Zoom Magic Shot has been added at the Magic Kingdom. That's right. If you've seen a photo pass recently, you know that they have super zoom shots in both the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. 
Um, and now they are adding a Yeti Super Zoom Magic Oh, I said at the Magic Kingdom, so that's wrong. Oh, Animal yeah, Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. See, I wasn't even paying attention. You know, I it's just... funny. When you read me the story, I thought it was Animal Kingdom, but somehow I wrote down Magic Kingdom. And then when you when I said it, I'm like, oh, I thought he said Animal Kingdom. And you said you were ready. I was not. I was so wrong. So, yeah. So this is just one of those shots that kind of zooms in on you. Um, it will have the Himalayan peaks in the background. And uh, it will be available from 10 a.m. through sunset, weather permitting. All right. That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, Adventures by Disney has suspended more adventures. That's right. We know that they have previously suspended most of their adventures through March. Um, They have now suspended both their Disneyland Resort and Southern California Adventure slash Short Escape Departures uh, for April 8th, April 15th, and April 4th. Um, this does not impact guests who are booked on uh, their Arizona and Utah adventures or their Costa Rica adventures for March. So it looks like um, they may be ramping back up. Although well, in another week we could get a notice that says they're now canceling all of those right. March dates. Right. Some permits were filed for Cinderella's Castle. Yep, 1400 Magic Kingdom Drive, which is the castle's actual address, uh, has had two uh, permits for general construction. Uh, The first one is for Icarus Exhibits. Uh, That is the group that has done uh, set fabrication and installation for Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, Galaxy's Edge, and the Tron Light Cycle Run. And the second permit is for Coastal Steel, uh, which makes you think that there might be some sort of steel infrastructure involved. All right. So I don't know what they're going to do. You know, they just redid the paint scheme, so it's not like they're going to put up steel and fabricate a cake around it like they did uh, many years ago. Yeah, thank God. Right? So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yes. All right. Um, Tokyo Dining is going to reopen just for the holidays. And hardly for the holidays. Uh, They will reopen from December 26th through December 31st. The hours are not yet available, but the last time Tokyo Dining opened uh, for crowds, it was open from 1 to 8.30 p.m., um, and the restaurant is walk-in only. There are no reservations taking. If you enjoy their bento box uh, and their usual menu, don't get excited because (laughs) the limited menu will be just sushi, sashimi, and appetizers. So it will be more of a lounge-style menu. All right. Yeah, so it's uh, sashimi, uh, sushi rolls, and uh, they've removed desserts from the menu uh, from the last time the restaurant was open during Thanksgiving week. All right. Now, it does share the same entranceway with Teppan Ito, which is open daily and has not uh, closed. Well, that's good. Yeah. Morocco has opened a new champagne bar. And also, there was a sign in Morocco removed? That's right. As we're aware, uh, the Morocco Pavilion was taken over by the Walt Disney Company recently. uh, And they have recently opened up a champagne bar where you can get a five-ounce champagne tasting. Uh, The prices range from $14 to $45. $45 is, of course, for the Don Perignon. Uh, And uh, you can also get some beer there. Um, they do sell bottled water for those who don't want to drink, but it's just pretty much a very mobile uh, cart in a seating area. Okay. And yeah, the signage that was removed, there used to be a an Explore Morocco sign, 
um, which pointed you into the Morocco Pavilion, which had information on Morocco. Well, the pavilion is now closed and you can't get in to get any information about Morocco. So they decided to take the side down. I'm sorry, the sign down. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like champagne. I was kind of hoping there was going to be like a champagne flight choice. Oh, that would be a good idea. But, you know, I guess just a couple of different glasses of champagne are going to have to do for me. We'll put that in the uh, suggestion box. Good. Not the $45 five ounce cup of champagne. No. Well, I mean, you know, if you made small amounts, then I maybe I could have that in my tasting. That would be nice. That's true. I could tell whether it's really worth $45. Uh, Gideon's Bakery is going to be opening tomorrow at Disney Springs. That's right. It's a soft opening. Right. Okay. Uh, the past few days, they've been training cast members. Uh, I guess employees are not Disney cast members. They're Gideon's employees. Um, and, uh, the soft opening begins tomorrow. They will have their official grand opening at some point in 2021. Uh, but this is, uh, you know, this has been a while coming. People have been excited for this. Uh, Gideon's is, is known for their signature half pound cookies and, uh, their double frosted cakes. So, um. Do they do cupcakes? Do you see any cupcakes there? I do not see cupcakes. Mm, I'm a big cupcake fan. But they have a very nice, uh, gothic looking, uh, storefront building. I don't think that's gothic. That's a uh, gothic, uh, gothic signage. Maybe gothic signage. Says Gideon's gothic facade. Okay. So. You're um, just reading. I thought you were like looking at this picture and being like, oh, it's gothic. No, you're just reading the story where it says there's a gothic <laughs> facade. Listen, I failed <laughs> architecture 101. Okay. I did not do well in that. Okay. But uh, I'm excited to try Gideon's next time we go. You just want a huge cookie. I do. I know. It, uh, and if you look at the signage, because I'm looking at the picture now and not reading, mm-hmm. it says they offer cookies, cakes, and curiosities. Ooh, I'll have a few curiosities, yes, please. Yes, those go right to the hips, though. <laughs> um, and then another eatery at Disney Springs, the City Works Eatery and Powerhouse. Poorhouse. 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 <laughs> Can't read my own writing. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Let's work on your penmanship. Yeah, over at City Works, they're going to have a... I wrote a, oh, what did I write? Am I drunk? You might They're going to have a New Year's Eve special, I think. They have a Brew Year's Eve oh, special. Oh, okay, that's what I wrote. Because they are a brew house. Yeah, okay. And their Brew Year's Eve special will be is available from December 24th through 31st. They have two special menu items. Uh, the filet medallions, which are filet medallions served with blue cheese mashed potatoes, sautéed baby arugula, and a red wine demi-glaze for $36. And then the short rib, which is braised boneless short rib with creamy grits, bacon, tomato jam, crispy pickled fennel, and au jus gravy for $26. And then if you dine there on New Year's Eve, you will get a complimentary champagne toast. Nice. Love that. Obviously, I love the champagne. Yes. And on New Year's Day, they will uh, be offering their rock and roll brunch menu. Okay. I don't know what that is, but sure. Nor do I. Uh, Permits have been filed for the lava pool at the Polynesian. That's right. Rumor that uh, some Moana-themed elements may be coming to the lava pool, which is the main pool at the Poly. Um, they have contracted, uh, actually pulled a permit for MLM, MLC theming uh, for general construction. Um, the permit expires on June 25th, which is right around the summer time frame for the resort's reopening. And as you might remember from previous stories, uh, the resort is getting a bit of a Moanification um, because they are installing Moana-themed carpet at Ohana, and they are putting in some Moana-themed rooms in the resort. Yeah, got to bring the characters to the resorts, or else nobody that's, wants to stay there. That's right. 
Uh, also at the Polynesian, the crossbeam structures are, com- are complete. That's right. Uh, but there's something else going on now. That's right. The crossbeam structures are uh, appear to be completed, but the monorail platform is being dismantled. All right. Well, you know, one thing at a time. That's right. It's part of the continuing uh, upgrade process of the Great Ceremonial House. Uh, although the monorail station is being dismantled, there was both monorails still go through the uh, track there. It's not like they've had to close anything. So, you know. Construction continues. They go through, but can you get on there if you're staying at the DVC property? You cannot get on there. If you're staying at the DVC property, you have to make the short walk to the Ticket and Transportation Center. Gotcha. All right. Um, The paddock pool... Uh, that which is at Saratoga Springs is have uh, has its water slide being closed for refurbishment. That's right. It is closing soon. It is the paddock pool water slide, uh, and during the refurbishment, the bridge that connects the paddock to other resort areas will also close. Um, you can take a resort shuttle or follow posted signage for uh, alternate routes around the resort while the bridge is under refurbishment. Uh, even though the slide and bridge will be being worked on, the paddock pool will remain open. Okay. Yeah. So the pool's open, but you can't get across the bridge. You got to take a ferry. Uh, you can't get. You can't walk across the bridge. You have to take an alternate route. Oh, didn't it say there was like a water taxi? No, it said you could take the resort shuttle. Oh. Or follow signage for. Oh, I thought it was route. a. I thought it was yeah. a water thing. Okay. So the uh, paddock pool has a 146 foot long water slide from a water tower. That's fun. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we talked in the last show about beaches and cream. The takeaway window being closed. We have an update on that. That's right. The reason it is being closed is because uh, Disney staff members found it. Uh, very difficult to keep staff members and guests socially distanced during operating hours. Have you been to that takeout window? I have not, but I, I can see from the picture the mm-hmm. location, yeah. and it's just in like a heavily trafficked area, yeah. and it doesn't look like there's I much have. of an area to wait. There's not, and then also if you're trying to stay a distance away while you're like interacting with the cast member, you can't. It's very like loud inside there. And so for the cast member to hear anything you're saying, I can't even imagine with a mask on, you have to get very close to them. You almost like have to have your head inside the window. Mm-hmm. And that's before we had masks and, you know, right. any of that. So I can see that that would be a major issue. Right. So I'm bummed that that's closed because it's probably the only way I was going to get beaches and cream ice cream. But I understand. Well, on the plus side, they have replaced uh, the window temporarily with a kiosk that sells packaged ice cream want packaged ice cream so you can get your mickey and premium bar premium bar for five dollars and 69 cents as well as uh haagen-dazs pints for six dollars well i mean that's fine for you but it's not gonna work out for me and they have made it available uh martha's vineyard which is their bar their pool bar area okay um you can get uh the milkshake the christmas cookie butter milkshake there it is available uh, and some other uh, drink options are available uh, there as well. All right, but then just no, no way, Jose Sunday, huh? Yeah, no, no Sundays. Uh, the the only beaches and cream offering at Martha's Vineyard right now is the Christmas cookie butter milkshake. Mm, sad. And uh, they do plan on reopening the to go counter. Okay. Um, so we have some entertainment news. You said something about uh, the Beatles Get Back. What is, what's that have to do with anything? All right. So the Beatles Get Back is a documentary put together by director Peter Jackson, and it follows the Beatles as they record their final albums, Abbey Road and Let It Be. Um, and this is a documentary that uh, 
Peter uh, Jackson has been working on for a few years, and it is going to be released August 27th of 2021. They have revealed a sneak peek, which is available uh, on both thebeatles.com and disneyplus.com. Um, I guess there there was a previous uh, documentary about this time about the Beatles that made it look like it was a very, you know, this is this is towards the end of their run when mm-hmm. they were not necessarily all getting along well. Right. Um, and the original documentary kind of portrayed that. And this documentary shows a little bit more of the fun that they were having. Oh, that's so it's, good. it's just additional footage that was found. Right. So if you're a Beatles fan like Poppy, you uh, you might want to check it out. Absolutely. And so that's what on Disney Plus? Um, it's coming to theaters. Oh, okay. But the preview is available on Disney Plus right, All right. now. Um, on Christmas Day, you don't want to miss Disney Park's magical Christmas celebration. That's right. 10 a.m. on Christmas Day on your local ABC channel. Uh, TiVo it. VCR it, no, tape it, you, record it. You say DVR it, honey. That's, DVR it. That covers them all. Record it. Yeah, record it. Get fine. a Betamax tape. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then you wanted to talk about the book of Boba Fett. That's right. If you haven't heard, um, there was an additional Star Wars show that was announced. And it is uh, the book of Boba Fett. This was not a part of the Investor's Day celebration or, or experience. Uh, but it will be coming to Disney Plus in December of 2021, and it is a standalone series of its own right. There was some discussion that this might be tied in with The Mandalorian, uh, but it is not. And it will follow the uh, adventures of Boba Fett and Fennec Shand uh, on the planet of Tatooine. It will be executive produced by John Favreau and Dave Filoni, and uh, Robert Rodriguez, uh, the director, will be the showrunner. Fabulous. Yeah. Um, Disney Cruise Line. It seems that maybe things are going to start picking up uh, soon, which is nice. But in way in anticipation of things, they have released uh, more sailings for uh, spring 2022. That's right. New dates for late April and May of uh, 2022 on the Disney Dream and Fantasy. Uh, Primarily just, you know, the Dream does the four and three night. Uh, Bahamian sailings and the fantasy does the seven night Eastern and Western Caribbean cruisings, uh, sailings. And that's what, uh, that's what these are. So these are just, uh, three or four additional dates for each, each ship. Cool. Yeah. Each itinerary. Uh, the Walt Disney company has announced its 2030 environmental goals. That's right. By 2030, uh, the Walt Disney Company has set some new goals focused on greenhouse gas emissions, water, waste, materials, and sustainable design. Uh, Bob Chapek, uh, you know, has mentioned that Disney has a strong commitment to environment throughout its history, and they have ambitious environmental goals for 2030. Um, their 2030 environmental goals include, and I won't give them all to you, but just the highlights, achieving net zero greenhouse gas emissions for direct operations, Producing or purchasing 100% zero carbon electricity for all operations, uh, collaborating with groups, uh, industry groups, and investing in low carbon fuel innovation, investing in natural natural climate solutions, and serving 100% environmentally responsible seafood at U.S. parks and resorts. All right. And then they also want to get zero waste to landfill for Disney wholly owned and operated parks and resorts. That would be kind of amazing. Yeah. I mean, they have 10 years to figure it out. So. Right. Very good. Um, and then our last story is about Flamingo Crossings, which is the shopping center near to Disney. That's Disney-owned, right? 
Um, it is at the edge of Disney property. Okay. Um, we have an update on something, on something that is going in there. That's right. We had mentioned that uh, there were going to be retail and uh, dining uh, available at Flamingo Crossings, as well as residential properties. Uh, the residential property was initially designed to house Disney College program participants. However, that program has been indefinitely suspended uh, due to the whole COVID crisis. So this apartment complex is now open for cast members and operating participants. Uh, it is less than 15 minutes from each of the theme parks. And if you're interested, I can tell you how they are described on their website in case you're looking to uh, rent. Okay. Flamingo's Crossings Village provides cast members and operating participants with spacious two- and four-bedroom apartments at a range of rates conducive for various budgets. All apartments feature hardwood-style flooring, stainless steel appliances, washer-dryer, flat-panel TV, and a free furniture package. Uh, They also have a community center, which includes a 12,500-square-foot state-of-the-art fitness center, multi-purpose lounges, indoor recreation with ping-pong, billiards, arcade games, and more, resort-style swimming pools, basketball, sand volleyball courts, and a great lawn courtyard space. Um, Apartments are furnished or unfurnished with rent starting out at $559 per person. All right. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to join the college program and move into Flamingo Crossings, if that's okay with you. Sure, sure. After you win the lottery so we can actually pay for, you know, groceries. Excellent. Uh, Well, I guess that's all we have for today. It is our last show of the week due to the Christmas holidays. Yep. So um, on behalf of Cheryl and I, we'd like to extend a joyous Christmas uh, to you and your families and hope that Santa Claus is good to you if you... uh, are a Santa Claus fan family. <laughs> uh, I hear he likes to have ho-hos left out for him and uh-huh. carrots for the reindeer. Okay. How about you? Duly noted. I, I've, I've heard that multiple times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we'll see everybody Monday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.